3: Zumo play.
2: You always follow, the
1: follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly
0: Howard on vSIN. Off and running, welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on vSIN, vSports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live with you, downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And we are loaded to the gills for the next three hours. Tons of guests today talking. Major League Baseball trade deadline as it is going to be a huge day on this show and the network as we are going to go hardcore all day long here on v Among our guests talking Major League Baseball, Jensen Lewis, MLB Network radio host from a national perspective. Mike Puma in two hours plus, New York Post um, on the Mets. Randy Miller is going to join the program. He's on the Yankees beat, and uh, we'll talk all things – Trade deadline and the pinstripers with him. And then a couple of other guests uh, sprinkled in today as well. Zach Jackson on Deshaun Watson. Chris Bennett on the market for the Cleveland Browns. And if we have time on Major League Baseball as well. And Paul, yesterday was, in fact, very active in Major League Baseball. I expect the same thing today. Um, trades were coming in all day long. The, maybe the biggest one, well, the Yankees got Frankie Montes, obviously, and Trevino. So that's huge for them. Because I think the Yankees needed basically three, they needed to, Needed to attack the trade deadline three different ways, right? With a hitter, which they got in Benintendi, a starter, which they got in Frankie Montas, and then a, a a reliever as well, like they got in Trevino. So that I thought was a good deal. I still don't know. Really? If,
2: yeah. Oh, not good enough. No, no, no. It's oh. it's good they did it, but I think they yeah. need to make more moves today. I agree. They should. They missed out on Castillo. Uh, Frankie's had a bad had a bad July. So did Trevino. And to me, you have to get Rodon. Now, right now, if they play the Astros in a seven-game series, I know who I'm taking. I'm taking the Astros. Oh, I still like Houston. And that, absolutely, but, but they, you- they have to get Rodon. And, and another reason why is because of this drought. And I'm I've been watching the captain with Jeter, very good. But as Jeter says in that documentary, it this is it's either win the World Series or it's a bad season. Sure. So they have to end this drought of 2009, the last time they won a World Series, and they have to go for it here. So they have to make more moves. In order to do that, they have to get a big guy like Rodon and another major uh, pitcher. Yeah, I guess my point was it's, yeah. it's a good baseline, it's, it's a
0: good start, but I, I don't think they can be, I don't, I don't think they, they can be content with this. I think they got to do more. Right. I, I yeah. would actually counter with this. I think the Blue Jays are the team they need to go and get Rodon. You make that move, that team can win the World Series. Okay. And they're playing yeah. their best baseball of the season right now. But maybe the best trade of the entire day. I thought it helped out both teams, uh, the Padres and the Brewers. Rarely do you come out of something and you say that's a win-win for both teams. But I think Hader, look, I mean, Hader had a, a rough stretch. It is tied in to me. He and his wife had a, had a very complicated pregnancy. And, that, I mean, the guy never allowed a run until that stretch came, and now he was getting rocked, and the reports came the, the Brewers mm-hmm. might actually get rid of the guy. So he goes to the Padres. He's better than Rogers. They get Rogers in return with Lament and this uh, kid Ruiz, which we can expand on in a little bit. Then they added Matt Bush last night. So now the back end of that bullpen can go Bush, Rogers, Williams, and the Padres have hater to close out games. And the Padres never gave away any prospects in a potential Juan Soto deal, so they're still alive right. to get him.
2: Right, and that could happen today, and that'd be enormous for baseball and the Padres if they can get Soto. How would you feel if the Dodgers got him? I know we're on in L.A., but oh, man. I mean, that's, you mean If, if, if I, the Dodgers got Soto?
0: It's, it's ridiculous at well, that point. So I'm watching Major League Baseball Network a lot yesterday, right? And what a couple of the guys said on the on the network, it was exactly what I'm feeling. If you're the Padres, you absolutely cannot allow the Dodgers to make this trade, especially right. what happened right. last year when at the very last second they came swoop, uh, swooping in from Max Scherzer. You can't have that happen yep. back-to-back years. Yep,
2: and I, I you have to go for it. I don't care how high your prospects are rated. Go for it. Look at the Dodgers' history. Yeah, a couple guys turned out to Alvarez and some other studs. But more times than not, this is a risk and a gamble, and you don't know if these prospects are going to pan out. Sure. And the Yankees gave up three of their top ten prospects in those trades yesterday. I I, I don't like Rodgers. I'm not a fan of his. I like to trade for San Diego. I know the Brewers don't like – they don't want to rebuild. They don't rebuild, and they didn't want to pay Hater. He was awful in July. You had the future ticket on a Cy Young. He was so good. Right. So it's been a rough go of it. Uh, you mentioned the off-the-field issues in uh, his personal life. But uh, if Lamette stays healthy, that's a big if. Yeah, what, what Milwaukee can walk into. So they have depth in the bullpen, but it was a, a good trade for both teams. And uh, Hader's got to get fixed. Got to turn this around. Yeah. But I, I didn't trust Rodgers at all. He had several blown saves. Sure. And I, I don't I don't want that guy on the mound
0: in October. And, and maybe this will do it for Hader, right? Goes to a new spot, clears his head a little bit, and he gets back and he finds that that groove that he was in for the first, what, two and a half months of the season yeah. where he was unhittable?
2: Yeah, and they have to get Machado going too. Now, Tatis could be back soon. Sure. And they also and Machado's struggling. But uh, it, it, it appears they should be able to make the playoffs and, and the Giants giving up on the season.
0: I will say this. I mean, if the Padres do make this happen today and they land Soto, to me they're still not the best team in the National League. And I, I don't think they're really even going to touch the Dodgers still at that point. But this would be a move beyond this year as well. But it's also, it's the baseball playoffs, and there's a lot of parity in the playoffs, and anything can happen. Maybe you have that lineup get super hot, and when you have that, when you can go Tatis into Soto, into Machado, and then after that, my God, that's that's the mm-hmm. best trio in baseball. Um, and then maybe the pitchers get hot in September and October, and it carries over. But I think this is more of a long-term move, because they locked up Tatis for such a long deal, and Machado as well. That Soto would come with, you know, a, you would think a really, really long deal after this as well. So that's, but if the Dodgers get him, you're exactly right. I mean, you can go Betts, huh. Turner, yeah. Soto, Freeman, and everybody else in that lineup with that pitching yeah, staff.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. What guy, too, right? Because it's been, Urias was the star last year. Uh, and, and they've been led by Anderson and Gonsolin this year. Right. So how, how they're going to do it. And uh, you get Bueller back at some point. I like what the Cardinals did getting Quintana. He's a good arm that they needed. They have so many guys hurt right now. Uh, we touched on it yesterday. But they have 25 games left against the Cubs, Pirates, and Reds. And they uh, host uh, Chicago today. So they should make the playoffs based on that schedule. And, uh, and we'll see the other moves here. I don't know what the Red Sox, the Red Sox made some peculiar moves. Houston did a good job. Get I feel bad for the Orioles. You're, you're over 500. I know. That's something to watch. They might be pissed off and, and give management the middle finger. Maybe. And say, okay, we'll show you something. Because Gray had been lights out at home. Yep, yep. And a nice win for the Orioles. That That's too – you're finally good. And it, after all these 100 lost seasons, and now you get rid of Man City. But uh, Houston made some good moves as well. And we'll see what, what transpires again today if we get some big moves – uh, well, I'm, I'm looking at the Mets, and it'll be good. We have two New York guys coming on. Now, again, the Yankees have to do something because you got to end this embarrassing streak. And for them, it is embarrassing. You haven't won since 09. And what do the Mets do? Do the Mets just say we have the biggest acquisition? We, we'll get Degrom coming back, and he starts, or do tonight, or do they get Martinez, get Contreras, or somebody like right. that, and help out the bullpen? Remember, if you go back to spring training, this is probably
0: what late March, um, early April, when the, the the brass for the Mets actually said, like, the way we can look at this is come trade deadline day, which is today we're going to have the best player in baseball coming back mm-hmm. or the best pitcher in Major League Baseball coming back. That's going to be our biggest acquisition. Yeah. And that's one way to absolutely – because now right. you can go Scherzer and him back-to-back and good luck matching that.
2: Yeah. You get uh, maybe a couple ar- – one ar- add an arm in the pen, maybe get a catcher, and I would say I'm good. I, I would I would call it good at that strange point. you top bump. five in, in ERA. Your top five in runs per game. You look uh what their record's at. They're going to win, could win 100 games. And then once you get to October, important you win the division, though. You want that bye. But you'll go DeGrom and Scherzer to start it out, and then Bassett if uh, you have any trouble. You said uh, maybe a catcher, so that triggered a thought that I had. Again, watching the pregame
0: stuff last night. Strange uh, situation with Vasquez. The Red Sox are playing the Astros. Yes. And he has no idea what's happening, and he gets dealt, and all of a sudden there's like 25 media members in his face. Hey, can you all with those all now everybody with a you know phone right in your face, boom, 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 and he's like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I just got traded. Are you serious? No, what do I do? And he was with them
2: for like 30 seconds. He had to walk away to the other side. You walk over to the hey guys, yeah. hey guys, good to see you. Yeah, big gulps, huh? Right. And then you work you're going over the scouting report on how to shut down Houston, and now you now you're on Houston. Right. How bizarre that is. Right. And then they go out and win. No, I'm with you. I thought the Cardinals made a good
0: move for Quintana. And to your point of, don't let, like, don't don't get your brain, don't, don't let it get foggy with uh, some of your prospects that you might have. What am I hearing today? That uh, the Cardinals might not go in on Soto because they don't want to give up Dylan Carlson, possibly? Yeah, come on. Y- y- he's a nice player. Guys, it's Juan Soto we're talking about. He led all of Major League Baseball in July in on Base Percentage. It was almost 500. Yes, he's not having... You know, an a Aaron Judge type of year. That guy's one of the best players
2: in baseball. Absolutely. would be historic, right? A guy at that age, 23 years yes. or younger, all-star game appearance, traded midseason. It, it, it's historic if this would happen. I just say, what do you want? All my chips are all in on this guy. won the home run derby, and he was nails in the postseason,
0: what, three or four years ago. He was tremendous. I think it was, what, 2019 when they made that huge
2: run. Good he, point. you got to do it for several. If you're St. Louis or San Diego, you have to do it to improve your team, great player, young, and the fact that you keep them away from the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Got to do it. I think it's going to happen, because now they they keep up in the ante, though, according to the reports. Nightingale and all these guys who cover baseball, they're saying, okay, every team's saying, all right, we'll add that. You want that? We'll throw him into the mix. We'll add this guy. You want him? Okay, fine. I, I think the Giants should absolutely explore getting rid of Rodon today,
0: and I think they probably will. I'm not so sure about Soto. I don't know if he gets dealt. Again, you and I have a lunch bet
2: on that. But Rodon needs to be dealt today.
0: I, I say Blue Jays. No magic.
2: It was incredible season last year. Great story. Yep. won all the one-run games. But now they've lost seven of ten. Dodgers have beat them five in a row now. Sure. Webb had nothing. They're Correct. getting pounded it's, by you're, the Dodgers. you are not making the playoffs. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Season's over. All right. The first hour here of Follow the Money is
0: brought to you exclusively by our friends over at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Updated odds at Bet Rivers to win the World Series. Dodgers and Yankees are each plus 350. Astros plus 425. Braves 7-1. to They're ahead of the Mets. Mets are plus 750. Our producer Dustin loves the Robbie Grossman pickup by the Braves last night. Loves it. And it's under the radar, one of the best moves made by any team all day yesterday. That's a five game
2: series that starts Thursday. I know Cohen, Cohen even uh, mentioned it that uh, the owner that are ready to go brings it.
0: up next. We will get into win some, lose some. How many people in the history of the world could say no to this much money? Details on that coming up next.
1: If you dare.
4: Follow the money
1: on VSAN, the sports betting network.
2: Welcome back. We had to shuffle some things around. It's a trade deadline special for the network, Matt Humans, in studio tomorrow. Fast food rankings with a new number one. Can't wait. Bet Rivers Online Book serving up big wins. Well, oh, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion on your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They've launched a series of City casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. City Cast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington D.C. Subscribe to your local City Cast wherever you get your podcast.
1: In the sports betting realm, everyone is looking for an edge. You might not have my name, but you have my blood. It doesn't matter if you are up or down. Lannister always pays his debts. Success is not measured by effort, only by results.
3: And I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Who you
1: back and when you do it is crucial.
3: Everyone who isn't us is an enemy.
1: Knowledge is your greatest asset.
3: And know no, no, no.
1: Mitch Moss and Pauly Howard are here to guide you on your quest. When's going. This is fire. And ice.
0: I will say it's worth subscribing to v simply
2: for the intros
0: they do on the show yeah, now.
2: A-minus. Why am I Mother of Dragons and he's Jon Snow? Oh, but you're also Jamie Lannister. I mean, come on. Yeah, but you were the... Uh, What's his Night King? Come on, the Night I'll King was that, cool. He yeah. almost got killed. Yeah,
0: uh, as everybody almost did.
2: That would go. You're
0: fascinated with this yeah. John, John Snow character. Uh, no thanks. I, 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 they're
2: doing it. They're gonna he gets his own show. They announced that. They're gonna follow him. I don't know if I can watch that or not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested. All right, here we go with Fire and Ice. Let's go, guys. Who have uh, been traded now in Major League Baseball, or could get traded today, and how they've been performing now in recent weeks. Uh, Frankie Montes got dealt yesterday from the A's to the Yankees. Now, the Yankees did give up a bunch of their top prospects to the A's in return here. Montes in July, only nine innings pitched, an ERA of three, 10 K's, uh, 12 hits allowed, three earned runs, two home runs, and four walks. But again, I think that, and a good point again made. I watched a lot of MLB Network yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Good point made. He's familiar with the Astros. Maybe that's yeah, why the Yankees yeah. made a move like that for him, other than somebody else yesterday, because he knows how to pitch to Houston.
2: Yeah, but well, it's all different ballgame, giving up all your picks to, for Soto as opposed to Montas. I even think there's a difference between Montas and Rodon. But uh, uh, the Yankees have to keep making moves. But that's, uh, I, I, yeah, again, go for it. Who knows what these guys are going to turn into, these prospects? It's a mixed bag. Sure. They are. The Yankees at Bet
0: Rivers are plus 140 to win the American League, the Astros are plus $2. Now, this is a. Uh, The bet Attendee thing, he's, what, 1 of 13, I believe, since he came over in in that deal with the Yankees, 1 of 13. His on-base percentage is now higher than his slugging. Like, that's impossible. So he does not – he's a singles hitter. That's it. He's not going to provide much power for the the Yankees. Hard to play in New York. Ah, A lot of guys can't handle it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. Uh, Juan Soto on the block. I still lean. He doesn't go anywhere today. Paulie thinks he gets traded. Again, in the month of July, he led all of Major League Baseball in on-base percentage. He was almost on base 50% of the time. He's 23 years old, won the home run derby, was absolutely fantastic in the playoffs in 2019. Um, in June, 315, well, I think that was July actually, a 495 on base. The slugging was 616. The OPS was higher than 1,100 with six home runs. The guy has been really, really
2: warming up this year. Get it done. The th- one of the three teams that are left standing, got to get it done. Whatever will the Nats want, go ahead and do it. A guy like this available, I thought he should have won the MVP last year. Again, at that age, yeah. go get him. Give up these prospects, whatever they want. And I do agree with the notion, if you're the Padres, you cannot
0: allow the Dodgers to do what they did last year to you. Hmm. 25th hour, come in, Max Scherzer, oh, you think you're going to get him? Nope, not on our watch. We're going to get Max Scherzer. So if it takes that extra player to get it done, then, yeah, hit send. Um, Jose Quintana got dealt last night. So he goes from the Pirates to the Cardinals having a sneaky good season. And in July, 27 innings, a 3.67 ERA with 22 Ks, 11 earned runs, no home runs and only six walks. Can the Cardinals still overtake the Brewers for this division?
2: man well, the schedule as I mentioned earlier but uh I, I just think Milwaukee should be able to hold them off well the Brewers are playing those same teams too sure uh but that's it. just that nah, I don't know I know they've had injuries especially to the pitchers but I, I think Milwaukee's going to be able to hold them now should they be a 270 favorite no that's a little high but that's the, and Milwaukee could, should win it
0: you can find the Cardinals in the two to one neighborhood to win that division Brandon jury for the Reds has not gotten dealt yet. But in July, batting average of .276. You see all the numbers there if you're watching the show. On base is .345, slugged .500, OPS of .845. With four home runs, I think this would be a nice addition. Again, sneaking under the radar for some teams that are in the mix. And you know what? I think that a team, this would be in the division. And I'm not saying that the Brewers would make this deal or the Reds would make this deal to Milwaukee. But this is the type of player that Milwaukee needs to add today because they still need to get a bat. I liked the move yesterday, uh, or the moves I should say, plural. Now go out and add some offense on top of this. They're alive. Uh, they're, well, not, they're not the best team in the National League. Uh, but to get in the playoffs, if you can go well, playoffs, Burns. playoffs, yeah. Yeah, yeah playoffs, right. That's all I'm talking about. You go Burns in game one against anybody, I'll take my chances.
2: Uh, Braves are better. Mets are better. Dodgers, definitely better. I just said they're not but the best team it. in the National yeah, League. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but that's – you don't want to go crazy, though. I mean, this is, there's so many bit better teams than you in the National League. Yeah, okay, so this
0: is a player, I think, today that needs to get traded, Carlos Rodon. Again, he can opt out after this season with the Giants. He's having a terrific season in July, six starts, 37 innings, the ERA of 3.89, but 53. I'm, a, I'm alive to him, by the way, or alive, I should say. I have him 50-1 to one to lead the league in strikeouts. He is a four-back right now. There you go. All right. So 53K, 16 earned runs, three home runs and 11 walks. You said the Yankees 30 minutes ago. I, th- I think this is the player the Blue Jays need to really get serious about today.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good battle. Because uh, I'm with you if Toronto can grab them. All this talk about Houston and the Yankees, and rightfully so. But, uh, again... That's embarrassing, what's happened in October for the Yankees going back here for a long time.
0: We'll we'll continue here. Rapid fire here. Fire nice and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Players on the block uh, that have gotten traded already or might get traded today. Let's go Josh Hader here in July. 9.1 innings pitched. The ERA was 12.54. I mentioned this earlier. He and his wife had a uh, very complicated pregnancy. I believe that was... Uh, the reason why he was really struggling Brewers good. got rid of him yesterday to the Padres, but he can correct things now in a new spot and uh big move by the Padres because this is an automatic upgrade from Rogers at closer.
2: Yeah. And Rogers wasn't getting it done. And he was, uh, He had a bad July as well with an ERA a nine and change and, uh, poor, horrible July for Rogers too. He's also ice. what do you think of the Orioles trading
0: a tree man? Yeah,
2: I know a lot of guys were frustrated and what they said when they met the media, but, uh, it's above 500. You got a chance, and that fan favorite gets dealt. Tough. Last yep. 15 days hit 162, six for 37, slugging a 243, only one home run and four RBIs. Tough 15 day stretch, but good moves by the Astros. As well. I would agree. And does J- JD Martinez get dealt today? Yes. I don't know where, but I
0: think. Uh, why
2: did the Red Sox get fan?
0: Yeah, so they traded Vasquez, but then they came back over the top last night and acquired <laughs> Tommy Pham.
2: I don't know. Yeah, but I think they'll make more moves. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mar- Martinez could be. Remember when he got traded to the Diamondbacks a couple years ago? More than a couple now, he went on that tear where he was the best player in baseball. It was like a, an historic yeah. run mm-hmm. that he went on. So,
2: and I think Martinez would be a huge addition to some other spot today yeah. if he gets dealt. Very good, guys. Very good. All rise. Judge hit another one. That's ten home runs in the last twelve day, games through the team's first one hundred and four games. Most home runs in history. Bonds, 45. Maguire 44. Ruth, 44. Judge, now 43. He also has a 10 home run lead. That's the biggest in August since the 30s, the lead he has. And it's over Schwarber. He has even money to hit more than Maris at William Hill. Yeah, even I- money now. And he's 450 to win the MVP. Risking the 450 to win 100. And six dollars to lead the league in home runs, that might be the safest play. He's going to hit fifty on accident. Yeah. What Schwarber's going to hit fifty home runs? That's a big ask. So well, uh, yeah, he, but the he,
0: only problem with that is the minute that I lay six bucks is it is the same day that he gets injured. Well, it's a comfortable lead though. But that's yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're saying, but he is running away with all of the stuff now. The MVP numbers are yep. getting out of control, mm-hmm. and uh, that that prop that was available. Will he hit sixty-two plus? I don't know exactly how high that was originally, but that was recently in the $2, $2 range or maybe even a little bit higher than that. Yeah. Now down to even money. Yeah. And he's been on
2: just this sick tear now yeah. for the entire month. Tying the record. Albert Bell, I think, shares the record. That's most home runs after the uh, 12 games after the All-Star break. Oh. He's doing that too. So add that to the list here. My God. Yeah, I think the ship is sailing
0: away on Otani to win back-to-back
2: MVPs. Yeah. Well, he's on pace, what's it, 67 now? 68's his pace yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. He might hit 70. Good. He could do this. Yeah. You're right, though. Pitch around him. I, mean, I don't know what teams which are doing. They, some, of, some of it's a little Sammy Sosa. You know, sometimes. Yeah. It's like 7-2 in the 8th. Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Up next,
0: uh, tidbits from our illustrious college football betting guide. We'll get the trends and win totals. One team is favored to win all 12 of their games, yet their win total is how low?
1: That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard on DSIN.
0: Welcome back. This is Follow the Money here on Vsin, Sinn, D Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. We will start this hour talking major league baseball. Huge day today in the sport. It was very active yesterday as the trade deadline is coming up later on this afternoon. It'll continue today. Many more trades expected. Jensen Lewis has a great job covering the sport for MLB Network Radio and also Bally Sports, Gray Lakes. He joins the program now. Good morning, Jensen. How are you?
5: Good morning, boys. Uh, it is a Christmas day, uh, hopefully for some teams, but uh, you know you would have thought that the deadline happened yesterday with the flurry of moves, and uh, now we get to see uh, if and where uh, Juan Soto gets traded and maybe some other big names, so looking forward to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so if, if you and I were to make a side bet right now, uh, on if Soto gets traded today or not. I would say, I would lean no, I think he stays with the Nationals. Would you agree with that, or would you want to make a side bet saying that he does, in fact, get traded somewhere?
5: Yeah, I would I would probably put it at even money, Mitch, uh, that he gets traded. And the fact that we're even at that number right now uh, kind of tells you that Mike Rizzo is going to have to do uh, his due diligence uh, every which way to make sure that he exacts uh, the the highest amount of, of prospect and major league talent uh, that's going to come back to them in this trade. It, it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Juan Soto goes, and and if I'm him, I almost make a deadline uh, with some of these finalists. If indeed it's three teams, if it's the Padres, if it's the Cardinals, uh, hell, if it's the Dodgers as well that are in there, uh, I, I'm I'm not going to want to run this all the way up. If all three of those clubs had really put together uh, augmented packages yesterday and there still uh, was yet to be movement as far as a trade being consummated, then, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you that the longer this drags on, perhaps uh, the more in favor of Juan Soto staying, and then Mike Rizzo being able to entertain 29 clubs instead of maybe a handful of clubs Mm. to get the very best package coming back.
0: Okay. Do you think the Yankees have done enough at this point? For example, if they actually meet the Astros – in a seven-game series, and I get it. Anything can happen in the baseball playoffs, and it usually does. But are they better than the Astros right now after the moves they made, or do they have to do something more again today?
5: Yeah, I, I think the Astros sent a huge message to New York yesterday and getting Trey Mancini uh, and, and also Christian Vasquez. But they, they, really, they really have kind of shown – uh, that they're not afraid uh, uh, to go play them wherever they may want to. What I, what I feel is the difference maker right now is the back end of the bullpen for New York. This is the first time we've really looked at that area. And I'm not sure that the Yankees match up with Houston right now. And, you know, the Astros really haven't had to make uh, any moves whatsoever outside of getting Will Smith uh, in the trade with Jake Rizzi. And and having him as a former closer now probably become a setup man with Hector Neris and Ryan Stanek uh, in front of Rafael Montero and Ryan Presley. Now, if you go over to the Yankees side, uh, this is where I would be calling you know the Detroit Tigers and looking at Gregory Soto. I'd be calling the Pittsburgh Pirates and looking at David Bednar, uh, Clay Holmes. Hey, credit to him because the first half of the season he had was absolutely mm-hmm. phenomenal, uh, but he has been extremely pedestrian. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, and uh, getting Scott Efros from Chicago is going to help them in a setup capacity. But uh, Mitch Pauly, I'll tell you that that is an area, and you guys know this as well as anybody. When you go into those series, whether it's going to be uh, the ALCS uh, or however it, it matches up, you've got to be able to have knockdown, shutdown guys in that seventh, eighth, and ninth inning and advantage Houston right now in that category, and that is extremely critical for Brian Cashman to address uh, by 6 p.m. today.
2: It's a great race in the Central. The uh, Guardians are only a game back with the big win last night with the walk-off. Uh, interesting that they closed the season with six at home against the Royals. What do you think Cleveland does today?
5: Yeah, uh, you know, Paulie, there, there's there's going to have to be some dominoes, I think, that fall, maybe on some bigger guys first, and then that really sets the market. Uh, for some other areas, but if you're Cleveland, uh, first and foremost, uh, I think they've got to look at their back end bullpen as well. If they could get a setup man or if they could get a quality veteran uh, who's pitched in leverage situations, I think that really helps them. Uh, James Karinchak has has really pitched very well the last two weeks, and and looks to be that guy that he was last year when he came up and had video game numbers out of AAA. Uh, Eli Morgan has been in a setup capacity, but you know, down the stretch, this is such a young club, Paulie. they're going to need uh, a veteran who can kind of help steer the ship to get it to Emmanuel Clase. And Oh, by the way, uh, Emmanuel Clase, with a scoreless outing last night, has only allowed one run in his last 30 games. Uh, he, he's been insane just there in the closers role. I think they're going to try and look to augment it catcher. I'm not sure. I mean, their target is Sean Murphy for sure. Uh, Oakland is really asking for heaven and earth there. And I'm not sure at that position that Cleveland would be wanting to part with uh, the prospect hall that Oakland is looking to get. Uh, But after the Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino trade to the Yankees yesterday, uh, it feels like Oakland, we knew they were going to wave the white flag. I I just wonder if they feel that Murphy is going to be one of those building blocks for that next era of Oakland A's baseball.
2: I know they're only a couple games back, but are we are we just going to write off the season and forget about the White Sox? Uh, did, what what a disappointing season this has been. I mean, LaRusse has fallen asleep in the dugout yesterday. I mean, this is – and they lose to the Royals. What do you think of Chicago?
5: Gosh, Paulie, th- this is going to be the most confusing contender. Uh, that's the only alliteration way I can use that. The, the most confusing contender that I've seen, because they've still got two avenues to get in to the postseason, they're only a handful of games back in the wild card, handful of games back uh, in the Central Division behind Minnesota. And right now, their schedule sets up really well. Yeah. They've got a series against Kansas City. They're going to go on the road and play four against Texas, and then they're going to go play Kansas City again at Kauffman Stadium. So it's all there. They just can't get out of their own way. I mean, it, that's really that's really the confusing part of this group. They've got the talent. They went out and got Jake Deakman yesterday in the trade with Boston. To send Reese McGuire back there. So that's, that's, that's really big for them. Uh, as far as a setup spot, the team with Kendall Graveman and Liam Hendricks, they've just been decimated by injuries. It, it, they, it just feels like they have not been able to get that vaunted offense healthy at the same time. If that were the case for the majority of the season, I think Chicago would be running away with the central division. It just hasn't been the case here in 2022.
0: Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. Jensen Lewis, our guest, MLB Network Radio, also Belly Sports, Great Lakes. Do you believe Carlos Rodon gets dealt today by the Giants, and if so, where does he land?
5: Yeah, I think I think Rodon could probably go if if the Giants are are the mystery team in the Juan Soto sweepstakes, and and Farhan Zaidi's not able to pull the trigger on that. If you look at where the standings are, guys and, and you realize that San Francisco is uh, obviously not going to win the national league West uh, and, and run down the Dodgers. Yeah. This is also a group that they've got to start looking towards the future as well. You want to talk about injuries and, and just a, a real, real disappointment overall offensively. Uh, they, they've got to find a way to get younger. Uh, I would say if, if Carlos Rodon, uh, Mitch doesn't go, you'd have to look at the likes of a Brandon Belt. Uh, you know, and again, there's a guy that would look really good for Cleveland offensively and, and defensively at first base uh, as they've been rotating Owen Miller and Josh Naylor at that position, but a veteran bat in the middle that would definitely augment their offense. But I, I think Carlos Rodon has to be dangled here. If you're Farhan Zaidi, just for the haul that you could get back uh, and knowing that he'd be a guy uh, that's going to net you some, some pieces that are going to produce for you short term. Uh, as well as
0: long term, as well. Do the Red Sox trade J.D. Martinez?
5: Well, I, I think that's a great piece. I mean, and it doesn't matter if it's an American League team uh, or a National League team. That's a right-handed bat, and this is almost a Raldis Chapman territory, guys. If you remember uh, when he was traded, and the Yankees had the opportunity uh, to go sign him. Uh, I think there's a, a, a real idea here that if he opts out, which you know the way that he's going to finish the year, if he does really well. Uh, then perhaps there's an opportunity for Boston to bring him back. I think that would net them, you know, some players, that's a team that has just been injury riddled as well. They've got, they've got literally no shot with the, how that rotation is currently constructed. And I get it. they're they are only a few games back in the wild card as well. Uh, But if, if I'm looking at a futures ticket, a team to make the playoffs, give me the White Sox over the Red Sox just with how they're currently constructed.
0: Okay, Jensen, we have like 90 seconds here. What did you think of the big Brewers-Padres trade yesterday?
5: Wow. I mean, the Brewers are as shrewd as any team, and that kind of signals that they, they believe Devin Williams can go ahead and close games, and you get Taylor Rogers as a security blanket coming back. But uh, to me, this is all in for San Diego, uh, and, and this also signals – that without giving up a couple of their top prospects in that hater deal, you wonder if AJ Preller just says, you know what boys, let's do it. We got one last run in us and Mm -hmm. let's get Soto Tatis Jr. Manny Machado. You have to have stars to be able to take down the likes of the Dodgers, the Mets or the Braves. If you're going to get to the world series, that to me is, is where San Diego is at right now with this hater trade.
0: Jensen Lewis covers Major League Baseball on Valley Sports, Gray Lakes, also uh, MLB Network Radio. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at JLew50.
2: Great stuff today, Jensen. Thanks so much for the time.
5: Look forward to talking to you October,
0: boys. Thanks so much. Same here.
2: Be good. Yep. All right, thank you. Maybe it's meant to be. That was the Malinsky special. They had an 11-game road trip, and they win with the walk-off yesterday. Oh, in Cleveland. yeah. yeah. Uh, and it just Did you see LaRusso falling asleep? Give him some milk, put him outside. It's a first any. He does it off. Why does he? Why would you want to still manage? Uh, yeah, yeah. But is this okay? So nineteen left against Detroit and Kansas City. Well, loss again. I mean, it's another another just dumb loss. Uh, by yep, the way. Yeah. It's August.
0: Yeah. Five hundred. Yeah. Parcells. This record. is like uh, I mean, how many times before like in any sport has it been like this team going to pick like the Nets last year know, in basketball? Right, yeah. They're going to get it going here
2: pretty soon. I know. Yep. yep.
0: Okay. All right. So base. Okay. A lot going on today, Major League Baseball, obviously. We will kick around what Jensen just talked about and tie it into today's big card that we have coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. iHeart Media does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.
1: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365.
3: Zumo play.
1: Follow the money on v the sports betting network.
2: Bet Rivers online sportsbook serving up big wins with the weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit betrivers.com or download the Sportsbook app every Wednesday. Receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager every Wednesday. Automatically get that 20% profit boost. Heat up your summer with the Bet River Sportsbook app. It's a whole new game. Zach, Jan- Zach Jackson joins us now. Covers the Browns for the Athletic at Akron Jackson on Twitter. Good to talk Browns with him. Uh, thanks for the time as always. I was surprised what happened with the suspension. But after I read what Robinson wrote in the ruling, I was, I was shocked. She she called him a liar, said he wasn't remorseful, said it was sexual assault, predatory behavior, yet still only six games. What say you?
4: Yeah, I'm with you. That's the part that surprised me. You know, I I, I fought eight, so I guess I wasn't stunned at six. Um, but, yeah, to say that he's guilty of, of three counts of violating the personal conduct policy. And, you know, that's where the gray area was, right? Everybody kind of knew. That he had violated the personal conduct policy, how was it going to be applied? She chose to apply it based on precedent and how the NFL's own rule was written. And that's why mm. now it feels like when we should be saying it's over, it doesn't feel like it is because we're waiting till Thursday morning, the NFL's deadline for an
2: appeal. So you're confident there's going to be an appeal based on what how it played out? And Kraft had some comments, and it appears the league's a little upset and surprised by this.
4: Yeah, I, I would probably stop short of confident because this thing is just dragged out to the point that I, I wasn't really sure what's going on anymore and trying to get out of the prediction business for, for at least a few weeks, right? But, um, you know, I, I do feel like the NFL put itself out there and then lost, right? And I do feel like that people, owners, and other people feel like the NFL rubbed everybody or the Browns rubbed everybody's nose in it with this contract where he only loses yeah. a certain amount with the way it's structured and with the highest guarantee of all time. And then this, yeah, I feel like there's going to be major pressure from from other people on the NFL to appeal.
0: Okay. So when when Goodell makes like the appeal here and it, it comes out and obviously the ball is in his court right now, and that decision is going to be public knowledge now in the next couple of days because he has three days to respond to the news from yesterday, Zach. What do you think we're going to hear from that? Does it stay at 6 I know you say you're on their prediction business because he maybe bumped bump it back up to eight. He wanted a minimum of 12 originally, so what would your prediction be on that?
4: I mean, I would think they would look for at least 10 or 12 on an appeal. But the other layer to that is if they appeal and win, and you would think that they would if they, if they appeal, then it's the possibility that Watson's side of the Players Association takes the federal court, gets a temporary restraining order, and then he's playing while it's sorted out. I think the NFL appeal will be pretty quick and we'll know in a week or two. But then if it goes to court, then I don't know what calendar we're on. I mean, obviously, Sue L. Robinson wasn't on the NFL's calendar. Uh-huh. Watson was in camp for 10 days before this ruling came. Okay. Right? So if that drags, then, then who knows?
0: So going back to what you just said, if the NFLPA appeals the appeal and Watson's allowed to play, are we talking about week one? Like when would he be allowed yeah. to play?
4: If, if he was granted a temporary restraining order, and this is an if, then he would be allowed to play right away play until it's solved
0: okay and then that could be solved sometime during the season or potentially even after the season yes. and there's a way where yes. Watson hmm. could play all 17 games
4: yes probably yeah I mean I I don't know that this is a super likely scenario mm-hmm. but this is a, this is a scenario it you know I, I'll put it this way the NSLpa making that statement on Sunday night 12 hours before the announcement that they don't plan to appeal told me that they knew the NFL was going to appeal.
2: And
3: okay. They
4: told, just tells me that they're ready for whatever next steps may
2: be. Okay. Very good. So you're right about also how this whole thing stinks. And, and then the schedule, how the schedule starts out for Cleveland. So assuming it's, he's out six games, what's realistic for how many games they could win now? Can they go three and three or four and two a percent?
4: Yeah. You know what? Three and three is not only realistic, it should be the goal. Um, They're probably small favorites in all four of the first games, maybe not small against the Jets, although we'll see how that turns out. Um, Brissette is not great. We all know that. We all follow the NFL. But this is a defense that finally has some continuity, that certainly has some big-time talent. This is arguably the best run game in the league from back one to back three and offensive lineman one to offensive lineman five. Right. So um, in week one against Carolina – Dave Young-Clowney and Miles Garrett can take away those passing. lanes. In week two against the Jets, it's that defense, you know, against Zach Wilson, who's done nothing in this league. In week three, they played the Steelers. It'll be nine to six. It'll be unwatchable. It's the under of all unders, <laughs> right? But this defense is good. The run game is good. The Browns are healthy right now. The Browns are a good team. If Watson plays the whole yeah. season, the Browns can win the division and be a real AFC contender. But in in terms of what you're asking, I think three and three is a fine goal. I think it's a realistic goal, and I think it would be something that would leave the whole season in front of them, assuming this thing stays at six.
0: Hey Zach, so there is a sports book last night that posted every single one of the Browns' games with their point spreads. Uh-huh. Can I can I throw the first six games at you just to get your reaction? Yeah, sure. It's the Westgate here in Las Vegas, Week One. They actually moved Carolina to a minus one. Carolina's the favorite in that game. Are you surprised by that?
4: Yeah, I. I, on Sunday, I saw Browns minus one. I know it opened at three and a half or sure. maybe four. Um, I'm not. I am surprised that Carolina will be favored, but when it's one either way. The Browns are four and a
0: half point favorites week two against the Jets.
4: Yeah, that's probably a little much, but you're talking about a home opener of a hype team. That 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 number makes sense to me.
0: Okay, three and a half. It's the hook in week three against the Steelers. Is that too many?
4: Probably the the hook stands out. The hook stands out to me in that game. Okay, uh, the Steelers last year. You know, the Steelers have really had the Browns had the Browns number last year. The Browns beat them twice the year before.
0: Yep, they're they're laying three against the Falcons in week four. Falcons might be the worst team in football.
4: Correct. That 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 number seems right to me. Also, I mean, you know, I'm I probably I could see that at four, four and a half even.
0: Okay, and they're plus three against the Chargers in week five.
4: Yeah, it makes total sense. Brandon Staley's coming home, and just and to think that Persec could keep up with Justin Herbert's probably a little bit of a stretch. I don't know who yeah. the Chargers play before and after that.
0: but Yeah, we're just going down through. And then uh, week six, yeah. they're actually laying a point against the Patriots.
4: Yeah, you know, the Patriots completely undressed them last year um, in mid to late November, and that was the turning point because the defense from yeah. there turned into a top five ish unit, and the offense never recovered. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's an interesting team. I mean, I think if you look at the rosters, and uh, you know, obviously the quarterback thing lingers here. You say the Browns have better players than the Patriots, but the Patriots have a more established culture, and and they have good players. I mean, that that being basically a pick 'em game is no surprise
2: to me. Are you are you covering the team? Are you surprised at the reaction by the fans? How they're treating Watson so far?
4: Um, you know, that's something I've been asked and something I've thought about. I certainly think there are people with strong feelings, but as far as being at camp and being as close to the team as we've been allowed to be at this early stage, I don't see anything affecting anything. You know, I didn't see protesters at camp the first day the fans were there. I've heard cheers for him, you know, but nothing crazy. I mean, hes it's a pretty big, wide-open complex, and he obviously can only be in one place at a time. Um, Browns aren't going to stand for people that are causing a ruckus. It's pretty, you know, mm. he comes out to stretch, they cheer. He throws a nice pass, they cheer. You know, I see stuff online because that's my job. But I, I don't necessarily see, like, one prevailing opinion. You know, I know people in my personal life that are disgusted. I know people in my personal life that can't wait to see them win games for the Browns. So
2: uh-huh.
4: I, I don't know that I have a great answer on
2: that. Sure. Excellent job. Thanks for getting up early and a pleasure to talk to you as always.
4: I'm, I'm on my way to practice. Anytime, guys. There you, I go. Enjoy. there you go.
2: Zach Jackson covers the Browns for the Athletic at Akron Jackson on Twitter. And uh, previously covered the Browns for Fox Sports Ohio and Pro Football Talk. I'm surprised they're uh, favored against the Patriots. A little bit surprised, yeah. And but what do you think about three against Atlanta? Yeah. I, I, I know it's Brissett. I, yeah, I like, yeah, that that that's I'm, I don't have a problem with that. Okay, that's about the right number. I think the Chargers could bury him. So do I. That 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 doesn't uh, he, as he
0: put. You, you're going to expect Brissett hmm. to keep up with Justin Herbert. Yeah, right, right. Probably difficult. I I, this,
2: I but, can't believe. What she wrote, and he only got six games. Again, she called him a liar. She said, did you see Haslam about remorse? He's not remorse. She said that to him. Robinson's is not remorse. He still. I didn't do anything wrong. He's still playing that card. <laughs> it's just yeah, 30 women fell out of the sky. Sexual assault. She called it sexual assault, but nonviolent. I know. And then predatory behavior. Six games. Yep. So the other thing, too, the league only presented uh, five women. That's right. The That's the yes, other thing. Yes. So she's going back and using like Roethlisberger and Zeke Elliott and some of the other stuff too and past history with the league and then after lands all this, on six.
0: After all this time, it still feels like really empty. Like it's not going to be
2: a truly a case closed here. I mean, she called BS on the whole thing. It's the same song and dance. It's the same. I'll have my own small towel just covering up a small area. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I mean, I get excited and, and I'm not a and lawyer. I, I want, touch so me here.
0: and Reading this stuff is over my head, but I read somebody who is like an expert in this field, did a deep dive on it, and his, his explanation was the reason why is because they've set a precedent. So the Ray Rice getting two games, that was a big deal. And they, they basically they came back and went over the top because of the backlash. That was it. But the original two-game suspension is why part of the reason why this is only six-fighter. By the way, Zach is saying that the Cleveland Browns are the principal and breakfast club. Don't cause a ruckus.
2: Cause a ruckus.
0: Not on my watch. (laughs)
3: Zumo Play.